Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. to another episode of The Clogged. I am White Owl. Hi, it's Pandora. Right, uh, and so this next case is that of the mystery of Mara Murray. Everyone pronouncing that correctly? Uh, 21-year-old uh, Mara Murray lost control of her, uh, her car and crashed into a snowbank back in 2004. Um, a passerby called the police um, I guess uh, uh, she told this uh, person that was passing by that she didn't need any help. Ten minutes later, the police arrived. The car was locked and Mary was gone. Nowhere to be found. There was no footprints in the snow. Uh, so they brought in sniffer dogs and they couldn't get her scent anywhere. Uh, so they used a heat-seeking helicopter and they spotted nothing. Uh, after a investigation, it was found that Mary, uh, who was a straight A nursing student, had withdrawn $280 from her bank account, emailed her teacher saying that there was a death in the family, which we later find out, I mean, obviously it was a lie. Uh, her cards and phone and her um, roadmap to Vermont and a wine box was found in the back of the car. There was a spill of red wine splashed on the outside. We have here that and back in uh, her dorm, some of her staff was still packed in boxes or it was packed in boxes. And despite leads, detectives made little to no progress. There have been no credible sightings of her. And so she's since been missing. You know, there's no, there's no leads basically is what we're, we're seeing here and so you know where does she go she just up and vanished uh, I mean there's a lot of speculation of what happened now this is back on a Monday on February 9th uh, back in 04 uh, she was uh, they found obviously in her computer that she had used MapQuest uh, to kind of uh, find her way to Vermont from where she was staying in Berkshire. Uh, she was trying to go to Burlington, Vermont. And so, you know, and, and all this happened pretty late. Um, I'm trying to see here. The, and she was in uh, Woodsville, New Hampshire, actually. When she oh, was okay, okay. That was where the car crashed. But for, was, she but. was, she, so it was from there, but she had to, so I don't know, something happened. Well, 
her directions actually start in Berkshire. Yeah. Right? So she was obviously going to Berkshire. Route already. And then from there, she was trying to figure out, okay, how do I get to Burlington, Vermont? And so, you know, there's a lot of speculation on uh, what was happening. She did make contact with her boyfriend at, uh, in the afternoon around 1. Uh, she emailed her boyfriend. Uh, I got your messages, but honestly, I didn't feel like talking too much of uh, anyone. I promised to call today, uh, and she obviously never called. Uh, so she also made a phone call inquired to a renting of a condominium in Barlett, New Hampshire, to condo. Uh, that was associated with their family uh, vacation home uh, from past times. And so she, I guess she made uh, another call. Uh, the owner did not rent the condo to Murray. So she made uh, a call to a fellow uh, nursing student. And so, but it doesn't say why she had made this call uh, to, a, to this other friend. And I guess they weren't able, they weren't able to find why. Mm-hmm. Right, she didn't leave a message or anything. Uh, so then, at one twenty-four, Murray emailed a coworker again for uh, the nursing school facility uh, in town, um, saying that due to the death of the family, um, she wasn't going to be there. Um, so she guess she emailed this uh, supervisor uh, where she worked because I think she was she worked as security or something. Uh, like she had a job so she again she informed um, that she wasn't going to be able to go to work or also uh, to school for about a week right I think that was the time frame that she was estimating uh, on this and so she drove off on campus in her black 96 Saturn sedan damn that is old car (laughs) you kind of think about it and I was like man you know back in the day right Oh, it's also 2004, so it's old for even then. <laughs> yes, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit old. Um, so then at 3.40 p.m., Murray withdrew $280 from an ATM. Um, so what can you do with that? Like, I mean, there's plenty of things you can do. I mean, this is, you got to think well, about it's back in 04. It wasn't well. just the withdrawal. She emptied her account. Completely. Like, that's all she had, and she yeah. took all of it. Which, I mean, for a college student, it's not that unusual. It's 2004. Yeah. But everything points to, to me, that she had a plan to leave. Yes. Because she took a lot of things. And come back. Yeah. Because she's telling, she's covering her bases and she's telling people. I'm coming back. I'm going to be gone for a week. I have a family emergency. Of course, her family never could corroborate that. But that was her excuse. But I mean, again, this gives you time. It implies that she she cares about her school and her work enough to kind of like cover herself to come back. But it, again, it gives you time to advise you a week before they can realize What's you really may happening. not be coming back. Right. Um, so again, she again she did withdraw the two eighty. We don't know what for. Um, these I guess the footage shows her that she was alone. There is a liquor store nearby where we know that she purchased about forty dollars worth of liquor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey's Irish Cream. Kahlua, vodka, and a box of Franzia wine. That's what she bought. And then security footage was able to corroborate that. Um, uh, it looks like she was alone when these purchases were also made. Um, so then at some point in the day, she was picked up 
when this accident happened. Um, it looks like forms uh, from the Massachusetts Registry and the motor vehicles. They registered the vehicle at uh, the time of the accident. Murray was left in Amherst at around 3.50 p.m., presumably via Interstate 91 North. Uh, that's what she called to check her voice mailbox around 4.37 p.m., which is the last record that we have her using her, uh, her cell phone. Uh, and then to date, there's no indication that she has been using the phone. Uh, so it was evidence that she had chosen, you know, a destination to go to. So at her disappearance, uh, it looks like it's at 2.27 p.m. A report of a car accident comes through. Again, this is yeah, uh, in Woodsville, right? And so this happened in Route uh, 112. And so the car was pointed west on the eastbound side of the road. And this is where the accident uh, occurred. So then you have here a, a neighbor uh, who was a school bus driver returning home noticed that the young woman was not bleeding but vis visibly injured but cold and shivering. He offered her a, the a telephone for, for help. Uh, she asked him not to call the police. Again, she asked this like person... Like she was pleading, please don't call. Don't call the police. Someone's, Which is weird. Yeah. And assured him that she had already called AAA and they uh, were coming to help her out, right? But there's no record of her calling AAA. There's that... Like she just said that to get yeah. him off her back, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Murray's car was, you know, they noticed several cars passing by. People noticed the vehicle um, by the time the police arrived, and then we know what they were able to find. Uh, so police didn't arrive at the scene until 7.46, and then that's when they tried to, started performing, you know, trying to look uh, to see if they were able to find anything. And of course, the car was locked, and they weren't able to find anything else. Other than what they, you know, obviously what they already had. And so there was an alleged sighting around 8 p.m. And there's another one. Well, it was from 8 p.m. to like 9.30. So it's kind of, it was in somewhere around that time frame. Uh, there was a contractor returning home and who saw the young woman moving quickly on foot eastbound on Route 112. It was about four to five miles East where Murray vehicle was discovered. He noted that the young person was wearing jeans, a dark coat, a light colored uh, hood, I guess hoodie. Uh, he didn't report that the uh, he didn't report this to the police immediately uh, due to his own confusion on the dates. Only discovering three months later after reviewing his own work records that he had spotted the young woman the same night that Murray disappeared. So it could have been her. We just were not sure, but, you know, he wasn't sure at the time until three months later. The responding officer and the bus uh, driver drove uh, near the area searching for Murray. And this is just before 8 p.m. EMS and the fire truck arrived clear on the scene. Um, by 8.49, the car had been towed to a local garage. At 9.30 p.m., responding officer left. A, a let's see. A, a, there was a rag that was found that was believed that it was Murray's 
uh, roadside kit was discovered stuffed in the Saturn's muffler pipe. So they discovered that there was this... Um, now, why would somebody do that? Yes. <laughs> Is that like tampering that's, with the vehicle? That's tampering with the vehicle. That's what I had thought. Remember, yes. Because Authorities would refer Murray to as the missing at... 12 p.m. next day, almost 24 hours after she was last confirmed and seen. That's about right. That's what they usually wait is 24 hours. Yeah. So we, yeah, I mean, it's it falls to what we had initially talked about. We had this conversation, and we had stated that obviously she wasn't seeing her boyfriend anymore. We later confirmed that she was seeing someone else. Yeah, it right. seems like she may have seen, been seeing several people. Several one people. of them was just like some guy. The other one I remember was like a track coach. A but track coach? I, yeah. I think the track coach came later. Right. And I, I want to say he was the track coach at the University of Massachusetts. Yes, and then describe the other person that she was seeing as a... Uh, this, the track coach said the other guy that she had been seeing was a chauvinist. A like, chauvinist, yes. I guess he didn't think he was a really good guy. Yeah. Um, but we had thought about... What if, you know, she did have a plan to leave and she's going to go on this trip, but then... With another guy. With another guy or meet up with somebody, right? Or maybe, like, even switch cars. Yes. Midway. Or somebody new, entirely new, that yeah. she maybe have met online. This is something else that we also yeah. discussed as a possibility. Because she mur- Murray packed her clothing, toiletries, her college textbooks, and birth control pills. Yeah. Uh, so I mean it doesn't seem complete it wasn't like she went and just took off in a panic like there was some planning obviously like some premeditation on her part for whatever it was Mm -hmm. but then I'm thinking what if prior to this like somebody else who knew about this plan yes mess with her car mess with her car therefore she would end up having issues down the road or issues an accident some sort something causing this person to swoop in Offer help, mm-hmm. and hey, hey, look! It looks like the car's not gonna start. We'll have it towed or something, and let me take you somewhere else. Yeah. Because uh, at that point, she's pretty much easy prey. Yes. She's yeah. sitting duck essentially. She's already told people she's the perfect prey. She's already told people she, she's leaving. She's leaving. She's gonna be gone for a week. Nobody. It gives whoever's gonna take her a week. She herself Ahead. gave that window, and yes. if someone else knew about it and mm-hmm. was a sickle, they were like swooping in, swooping in right on time, and nobody perfect would know. Perfect prey, perfect victim, yes. basically. And you, you wouldn't know because you already gave this time frame that you weren't going to be available because you're going to be out for a alleged uh, death in the family, sort of. So you're giving this time frame. So the other thing is, okay, so. If it wasn't any of the guys she was seeing, who was this other person? Was it a stalker that she didn't know she had? Or maybe she had the stalker she did know about it and just didn't tell anybody, right? Because it sounds like nobody nobody knows anything else other than her boyfriend and possibly these other guys that she was seeing. There's actually, as of last year, there's a sort of a new development Mm-hmm. On her case, okay. I don't know if you came across that um, about a an A frame house. An A frame. It's one of those houses that kind of looks like a oh, like an A, a literally right. like okay, the, okay. the whole roof yeah, looks yeah. like an A. Um, 
So apparently there is this house where mm-hmm. um, it's kind of maybe like a, a mile away from where she was last seen. There was two individuals that lived in the area, one of them in this house, and uh, there was rumors out there that she had been taken and brought to this house and was possibly actually killed in this house. And uh, Fred Murray, which I believe is her father? Yeah. Um, Fred Murray, according to him, one of the men had told him he had found a knife in the other individual's glove compartment with blood on it. Uh-huh. Sent the knife to Fred, who turned it in to give it to the police. Initially, the police refused the potential piece of evidence. They accepted it a second time. Um, he doesn't really know what happened after that. And they have said they can't share anything publicly. Uh, the owner of the house allowed them to go in in 2006. They had gone in with cadaver dogs. And the dogs had gotten a big hit off of this upstairs closet for human remains and carpet samples. Mm. Which were given to the New Hampshire State Police. Right. They never really reveal anything what they did with those samples. Um, there's no more carpet left in the house because the floors were refurbished like oh, since then. Yeah. But um, they had uh, in 2016 there was these people that they're hosts of uh, the Missing Maura Murray podcast and they had found what looked like human blood on wood panels inside this bedroom closet and uh, they actually took wood chips from that closet and they were getting them tested by like a molecular geneticist mm-hmm. like basically DNA, DNA tested, yeah. checking for certain things they do think that there's blood on the wood chips mm. so maybe it's not her but it's definitely someone you know, it's supposed to have been tested for DNA I don't know yeah. if anything ever came of that um, hmm. this was October 2017 so it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they did check a lot of places. Um, in for, the area. In the area. Um, it's not to say they didn't do a full extent um, from what we have. It's just one of those did, like, vanished without a trace yeah, cases. They, they, like, they did try to search uh, different places. Um, they did find the dogs that they had um, on that day took them about a hundred yards from another location. I think it was a uh, a parking lot of some sort, and where they believed that maybe she had gone on on another vehicle. That that's where she got onto another vehicle. Yeah, I mean that would explain why when they did searches of the area, when they searched the area, they found nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, and you because know, if you have dogs and a heat seeking uh was it helicopter, helicopter yeah. technology like they would have seen maybe something there was snow though right so that does make it complicated yeah because if it's snowing harder covers up tracks and there's the elements but I mean, they still maybe would have found something at some point and so what i'm reading from the police that what they suggested that they interviewed obviously mary's boyfriend and the parents uh, they were interrogated in private. They joined, uh, then they were joined um, by his parents for questioning. Around 7 p.m., police then they believed that Murray came to the area to either run away or commit suicide. Okay. Obviously, her parents didn't believe that, and they believed that it was highly unlikely. Uh, she didn't show any signs. 
Uh, but again, people who are in that state of mind, I mean, sometimes they don't show signs like that. She so. could have been like a high functioning. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, again, yeah. How you? So, you know, it's one of those things. Okay. So what else do we have? So um, it looks like the boyfriend and the father were interviewed by CNN, Amer- American uh, Morning. Uh, where Mary's fa- uh, family had expanded the search from Vermont um, to try to find her. Of course, they wanted to look for uh, Later on, I guess the FBI had then joined the investigation. At this point, it's about 10 days after her disappearance. The FBI, the FBI interviewed the family from Massachusetts and the uh, Haverville police. Uh, the chief then announced that there was a search and uh, it was now nationwide 10 days after her disappearance so then you have fish and game conducting a second ground and air search so again you have fish and game because that you know in that area there's a lot of hunting uh locations Mm -hmm. so they also participated in the um search i mean it, it only makes sense they can use a helicopter with thermal imagery on the cam, tracking dogs, cadaver dogs. And so they searched and searched. Um, I believe that her sister found torn underwear that belonged to a, a woman. Um, they did, I believe, uh, they tested it and they did DNA. Actually, they did DNA tests on this. Mm-hmm. And it did not belong to Murray. Uh, so they, you know... Obviously, lost someone, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't belong Possibly to her. Another missing another, person. Another missing person. Who knows? You know, it's one of those things, right? Uh, so, I guess the search continued. Now, at this point, it looks like um, there was also a statement. I can't find it. I know there was a statement made by conjoined the boyfriend and the father about the dirt bags. Uh, yeah. May have taken her. Some. They were talking about made reference to some type of dirt bags, um, you know, because obviously the dad didn't believe that her that his daughter had run away. That that he wasn't believed really, she was kidnapped. She he always be- believed she he, was taken yes. by somebody. Yes, he believed that some some kind of uh, his. Uh, let me find here. Ten years after her disappearance, uh, it says here. My initial thought is still that what. I think somebody locally grabbed her who knows this area, knows where to go, knows how to get into some place and out some place without being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was talking about that her his daughter was kidnapped. He was uh, he goes on saying that I never had the thought and feeling that it was a local person. I always thought that uh, it was the wrong place, the wrong time. I guess uh, the some kind of resident said. So he you know, thinks it was more at random than somebody who knew her. Maybe right. That's but right. definitely someone obviously uh, took her. Right. That's um, what he felt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you know somebody obviously took her, and he called uh, the individuals dirtbags. And the reason I bring this up is because. Um, I can't find here the link. Uh, it looks like so there was a um, uh, there is a what was he was he a YouTube 
uh, person. My stuff completely froze here. But, um, yeah, so he's... He created a YouTube channel. I, I don't think it exists anymore. But what he did was he posted several videos, I think. Super creepy. Yes. Uh, there was one where he posted on an anniversary of his disappearance. I forget if it was one year or more than one year, but it wasn't an anniversary of her disappearance. Yes. And he basically laughs the entire video. Super creepy. Yeah. It gets more and more, like, deranged <laughs> as he continues. Oh, yes. Uh, and at, at, I want to say at the end, he says, happy anniversary. And he's using the name on YouTube as 112 Dirtbag. Yes, Which is seemingly random, but it's not because... 112 is the road she was on when she disappeared and mm -hmm. and when her father was interviewed he said you know some dirt bag some on dirt 112 bags. or something like that yes so he's literally like taking the father's words as his username mm -hmm. and then the taunting and there was more videos that he made there's a tons of like creepy uh videos that this uh individual made um, i actually found some of the pictures because apparently he would post like random little simple drawings too yes super creepy uh, I can't believe he wasn't looked into more like this honestly is weird right because well there was a person who who wrote an article about him because uh, right. I guess he had posted all this stuff and of course it got attention of course so either he was forced to take it down or maybe he freaked out and took it down I don't right. know it point is you know you don't find it anymore Mm -hmm. But somebody who was compiling stuff about her case and like blogging about it pretty much made backups of all the stuff he posted. Right. Um, so they put it up there and this guy was not happy about it. Mm -hmm. He actually sent this blogger photographs of his own five-year-old son. Yeah. So. Which is a threat. Yeah, there's no way to take that. Like, if you take pictures of someone's kid and send it to them, like yeah. you don't know them, like what the fuck does that mean? That is totally a threat. Yeah. yeah I so that. yeah, I wouldn't take it any other way. Um, other than his super deranged laugh video, um, he had posted some other like little, almost looks like kids' drawings. Honestly, like they're so bad, but you know what it's do serial, what do serial killers do if they're they think they've outsmarted the cops or they like to taunt. They're the taunt. Right. They so, troll, you know. I mean, he could be also a troll. He could be a troll. I mean, also, it could, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's someone else. Like, in the video, the person who's laughing, it maybe. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to say because the police didn't investigate this. They didn't look into it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, it's, how do you not take this serious? Yeah. Like, so, did they do nothing for, like, the Zodiac Killer and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, oh, how do you not investigate every possible lead. lead exactly uh i'll play here really quick uh it's real creepy it's creepy as <laughs> fuck but i mean here super creepy and there's like music playing in the background so it makes it even more creepier right yeah like and some weird piano and music and yes and it looks like he's recording in some kind of basement or something. Um, yeah, people were like, that totally looks like a murder basement. <laughs> yes. Uh, so who knows? I mean, again... I'm like, what if this girl is still alive? Maybe. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like, what if somebody... Like, it's possible that somebody yeah. just kept her this whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible. 
I mean, this just happened recently where a girl was seen on a doorbell cam ringing, you know, doorbells uh, half-dressed with restraints on her. And again, mm-hmm. I believe this happened in Texas, somewhere in Texas. Um, and they found this individual. And it turns out, it turns out that she was held captive by her boyfriend, um, by her then-boyfriend. Um, she then... Um, I guess was able to get out and she you know went to she was found safe and sound um, or you know as much as we know now and I guess the person who's holding her captive which is a boyfriend uh, or who knows if it was a boyfriend or not uh, committed suicide after you know she was released well there's been other cases where people were kept for years like in the video, he says "Happy Anniversary" right at the end. Yeah. Um, it's not just a coincidence that one he goes by the name of Dirtbag, and then one twelve, which is the highway. Mm-hmm. And then. And it's pretty much straight from her father's interview words. He calls him whoever took a her dirt bag. Dirtbag. Right. Yeah. So what? What are the odds of that? And that's just like a really bad troll. Um, for like years after her being taken. Yeah. To be calling someone out like that. And it's very bad taste, even for a troll. Yeah, I it's mean, trolls, of... I feel like trolls are fed by the drama online, right? Right. So like, you post something, they post something super controversial, you get into an online fight with them, and then it, right. it gets fed off of, like, the ongoing drama. Right? right, exactly. This is just a guy posting a video on the 8th anniversary of this girl's disappearance, it's freaking 8 years later. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he get out of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure, he might get some attention, but it's like 8 years later. Like, whoa, dude. Like, 8 years? Still, like, what's... And he's laughing, and it's creepy, and, you know, he does say at the end, happy anniversary. Yeah. Like, that's some weird shit. Yes. And it doesn't it doesn't end there, because he had other videos. Right, and right, right. Some of them were just like super random, mm-hmm. um, almost cryptic. Some would say they were simple, childlike drawings, but if you put it all together, it's you know maybe it's more than that. Because right. he has one where it's just uh, it's like a drawing of a face, but it's really weird. Like the coloring, like the the face looks like maybe a drawing of his own face, right? Yes. But the eyes are yellow. Yeah. The like the the what would be the white part of the eye is yellow, and then it's like lined in like a weird green color, and then on the left side of that there's a number one, the number five, twenty seven, and eight, and there's also this weird red what some people call like a red lightning bolt. Yeah. It doesn't look like a lightning bolt to me at all. What does it look like? I don't know. It's like a weird shape, but. Like, what if they're clues? It almost looks yeah. like a perimeter of something. Maybe a map. Maybe. Right. A because when I saw the, the face, the way it's colored, the way it's drawn, I almost thought it looked uh, topographical. Mm. Like topography of a land area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bird's eye view type of thing. Maybe even, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he has another one, even more simple, but maybe more creepy. 
it's like a super childlike drawing of a woman with a black line under one of the eyes and it's called black eye black eye yeah like what the fuck yeah obviously this individual should have been interviewed by the police and wasn't um, maybe also because they, I mean, maybe also because they couldn't track the person. Yeah. It was just a possibility. I mean, there's tons of possibilities. So one being also that she got picked up by a friend who was going to take her to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a friend was actually going to pick her up. And some people believe this is probably the, the other nurse that she called. Maybe her calling was the sign, hey, come pick me up. Yeah, some people thought she may have just ran away to Quebec or somewhere in Canada, Canada. or that she was running away from like an abusive relationship. Uh, She was was pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) That was one. Yes, I remember that she was pregnant. She had a a kid from one of the men that she was seeing. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, that that was like a thing. Um, uh, Again, we don't have a whole lot of clues of what she left, so it's kind of like. What happened? And then there's that, uh, I guess, is it like an ATM video or something like that? Right. Her last seen video. They had said she was last seen wearing like a dark jacket, but in the video she's wearing a light jacket. Like, just a lot of weird inconsistencies. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, I've read here... Um, it's because uh, there was a thing here James Reiner author of True Crime Addict claims to have received an email so the subject was called Stop Looking and it was an, an email from Ray uh, Ramu hmm. uh, an anagram of Mary of Mara Murray that simply held the coordinates of 44 degrees, 06 degrees, 10.0 north, 71 degrees, 27, 29.0 west. The corners led to what is a northern slope in the Mount Kerrigan on the area called the Desolation Trail, which is a very spooky, right? Yeah. Reiner mm-hmm. believes that whomever sent this email was an in in a what is it called say uh, in a into into any into any I don't know those are the coordinates were that of Mary's body and where her body could be found or rather to check out the area for himself a team of volunteers went to find the body or the alleged body and turned back because of the snow. So it was a little bit of a area that, you know, couldn't be looked into. Uh, the host of the Missing Murray, uh, Missing Mara Murray podcast, so she had, there's a podcast dedicated to her, uh, gave the coordinates a shot, but claimed that someone was stalking them throughout their visit in New Hampshire. Hmm. So they got spooked and didn't go. That's weird. Yeah, it's very bizarre, right? Um, so, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, there's people who... You know, it goes back to the love triangle. She probably ran into the woods and succumbed again to the elements. 
Um, so this was in Boston, uh, the 9th of February, which is 38 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like low of 24 degrees. Snowing, which is possible. Walking issue didn't have a full coverage. Um, that also could have been it. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. This, all, this kind of leads you to anything. Yeah. Did she die sick? I mean... There, I feel like there's one key factor that, like, it's missing. And that's just... Why was she planning to get away? Right. What was yeah. her reasoning behind that? Because I don't know if something happened to her or if somebody did something to her or took her, but the point is she was planning to leave right. for some reason. We don't know why. And to the point where, you know, she... It was premeditated, I think, on her part to leave. Right. And she had gotten into this car accident, whether that was on purpose or not. You know, who knows? Who knows if that was somebody else. But when people tried to offer her help, she was right. like, no, please don't. Like, she didn't want like, it. Like, please go away. Please don't call she the doesn't want it. She didn't want to be seen. So was so, A, was she being stalked and followed and she knew and maybe didn't want anybody else to get involved? Or she didn't want people to take notice of her yeah leaving something she had something that was a secret yes there, no yeah definitely There's there was a obviously a secret somewhere. somewhere yeah whether it was you know a crime or a not crime, it's something um, that was she wanted to keep a secret she wanted to keep a secret whether she was pregnant running away meeting up with someone you know who knows there's yeah. definitely something and who knows it's um i know hoffman had thrown the idea of her being catfish um <laughs> she met somebody online yeah, convinced like, oh, her to go. Hey, like, this is the picture. This is, you know, whatever. And then she goes and tries to take off. Meanwhile, this person sabotages her car, picks her up, trying to be, you know, the guy that helps. And you know, she's taken. Mm-hmm. You know, just very possible. Yeah. No, yeah, all those things are possible. I mean, it's been fourteen years. Yeah, it's so been fourteen years. So <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. All right, and so we'll definitely go on to next mystery. Definitely tune in next week for a new episode. Again, don't forget to share, like, um, and tell us how we're doing. Tell us, you know, we're doing good. Tell us we're doing bad. Tell us, you know, what else do you want to hear? Do you want to hear new something new, something in the, the mystery, maybe something in the crypto? world or maybe there's something you've heard of as of recent that you want to kind of want you want to hear more about and you want us to investigate definitely shoot us at on our facebook or our twitter page again there's a youtube channel uh hoffman's on his way of finishing and we'll definitely have those uh, for our more visual uh individuals so definitely that are out there again i'd like to send out a shout out to our, our listeners uh from across the country uh, we definitely have a good amount of listeners. Shout out to Canada, Scotland, Japan. Uh, Japan is still going strong. Uh, the Netherlands. We have some people in Germany. We have some people in um, Australia, and you know, definitely other people across the globe. You know, again, send us uh, send us uh, any kind of requests you may have, and again, share and like us on our Facebook. And we'll see you again next week. Ladies.